Joining us on the line from Reader Digest Magazine, we say hello to Megan Jones. Good morning, Megan. Morning, John. Well, minus six degrees, spring can't come fast enough. And for some, uh, the way to get out of that is to go to an all-inclusive resort and sit in the sunshine. That sounds pretty nice right about now. <laughs> sure does. Uh, although, uh, this is a great article. It's in the Get Smart section of the current issue of the Reader's Digest magazine. 13 Things All-Inclusive Resorts Won't Tell You. This is a fascinating article. Lots of great info in this. Yep, there are lots of things that people don't necessarily think about when they're booking that Sandy getaway. So it's nice to sort of have these insider tips before they book. It's interesting that it uh, part of the challenge is when you want to compare the price of one resort to another and so on, that can sometimes lead to not being apples. It's more like apples and oranges. You're not, you kind of have to find a common ground. That's right. And what's more than that, you want to make sure that the price that you're paying for the resort that you choose is fair if you go with the all-inclusive option. So to find out if that's fair, you want to look uh, at the standard room room rate for the place that you want to stay. Um, some resorts actually budget $150 a day per person or more for food and drinks under an all-inclusive deal. So you want to ask yourself how much you're actually going to be consuming and whether or not taking that deal is, is worth it. Right. If if you would think, you know, judging by the local prices, you could get by at 75 bucks a day. might be cheaper for you just to go buy your things. That's right. Resorts are uh, are often promoted as all-inclusive, but all-inclusive doesn't necessarily mean all your costs are covered. That's right. Depending on the destination and your package, you might actually get dinged for things like airport transport or uh, Wi-Fi access or having to pay for premium menu items like steak or your choice of liquor. Um, so you want to be careful for those little add-ons that can add up over time. As a guy that's been on several, uh, well, many all-inclusive uh, trips, uh, one thing that always burns me is they never tell you before you leave that, for instance, the main pool is being renovated or one of your favorite restaurants is closed for the season. That's right. They don't usually put that um, information in the marketing material. <laughs> so you're going to want to confirm with your travel agent in advance whether or not there are going to be renovations or risk dealing with that noise and that dust or maybe that pool that's not open. Um, and your travel agent will usually get a booking notification about construction or a, a notification about construction mm. rather before booking. Um, and if you aren't using an agent, then you can contact the resort directly and ask those questions in advance. One of the things that I've I've noticed that it can be a challenge is you know you start scrolling through the magazine or on the websites and you see all these beautiful pictures of these resorts. And it doesn't happen all the time, but sometimes you get to the resort and you go, wait a minute, it didn't look like that in the photo. That's right. So (laughs) basically everything looks great online, (laughs) but that's not necessarily true. Um, But travel agents will often have personal experience with these properties. So if you're booking with one of them, you can sort of ask them for what the lowdown is. And if you're not, then you want to look at sites like TripAdvisor because a lot of people will will post unretouched photos there from actual guests. And that will give you a better sense of what you're going to be arriving to. Some folks uh, resist the urge to go to an all-inclusive resort because they know that these resorts are owned by international mega corporations, and and they're not really helping the economy of the the country or the or the location they're in. But there are some resorts that do that, and there's a way to find out. 
Yep. You can look for uh, resorts with Green Globe certification, and that basically means that they're required to um, commit to social, and economic, and environmental responsibility, and they're going to be better for the host economies of the countries that you're visiting. Uh, what about traveling on off-peak times? Why is it sometimes it's just so much less expensive? Certainly, I get you know that March break and Christmas are going to be busy, but it's it's weird how sometimes you know the the price goes drastically down once you get to say like October or November. That could be because depending on the place that you're going, you might be booking in hurricane season, for mm. example, and you want to be really careful, even though the prices are maybe. Uh, you know, something that you'd want to go for, um, you need to look out because insurance can cover the cost of your trip uh, or uh, an interruption or if it's canceled, um, if there's a natural disaster. But if Mm. your vacation just has a lot of rain and you're kind of stuck indoors, then you're not going to get a refund. Right. And it it won't be the kind of experience you were hoping for. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. now, all-inclusive doesn't necessarily, and even though the magazine will tell you that your gratitude gratuities are included, I've found that when you're on all-inclusive resorts, if you tip, you're going to get way better service and you really get um, some some wonderful reaction because because these folks, the staff there, often rely on this money. That's right. They basically depend on it to make ends meet. So unless your hotel specifically forbids you from tipping, you should probably do so. Um, And a smart way to go about it is to carry around a roll of $1 American bills. You can maybe budget for about $150 US dollars per week, and you can hand them out to staff who keep you feeling happy or pampered. Uh, It's often called uh, Montezuma's Revenge, sometimes a traveler's diarrhea. Uh, Foodborne illnesses uh, can certainly get to you, but there's a way to keep yourself at least a little less risked. Yeah, if you want to try to avoid it, you can do things like avoid uh, drinks with ice cubes and steering clear of lukewarm food that might have been left out for hours at buffets. Um, And if you do end up with traveler's diarrhea, one in four uh, sun seekers do. uh, So you should be prepared and you should have anti-diarrheal medication on hand. And and foodborne illnesses aren't the only things that you can uh, experience at at the all-inclusive resorts. That's right. Uh, Like cruise ships, resorts are just petri dishes for germs. (laughs) And uh, recently we've seen outbreaks of hand, foot, and mouth disease and also Legionnaire's disease. They've been making headlines, uh, so you want to check online reviews for information about the resort's cleanliness before you book. Is it wise to get health care insurance? You can buy some health care insurance for peace of mind. Uh, you can opt for 24-hour medical coverage, such as Standby MD, and that's going to arrange for doctors to visit your hotel room. Um, some resorts actually have in-house physicians, but you want to beware of overcharging. Mm. So, for example, the Canadian government has warned of aggressive sales tactics by private doctors in the Dominican Republic, for example. Yeah, it's best to just try and avoid getting sick down there. That's really what you want to try to do. Uh, you should also think of things when talking about overcharging. Um, often you think, well, I can get sunglasses and I can get uh, sunblock and I can get uh, all kinds of stuff at the shops there. Uh, you might want to bring some of that stuff with you. If you can, you definitely should. You'll need lots of it, for one. You're going to be in the sun. And two, the prices are marked up double, sometimes triple, at hotel shops. So if you want to save a bit of money, it's best to get it at a regular price at home. I learned this one the hard way. Uh, 
you might be tempted to to book a a, a day trip or an excursion ahead of time. Uh, but it really makes sense to wait till you get to the resort and talk to the uh, concierge at the at the hotel because often they have better deals or at least can war- warn you about some less reputable places. That's right. The concierge is going to have the best local knowledge. They're there. They're on the ground. Um, so they're going to be able to give you the best sort of tips when it comes to booking your, your excursions. And the final uh, comment, number 13, this one is the best because uh, I've learned this. You can book at a luxury resort or a cheaper resort and actually end up being on the same beach. That's right. If you're basically just going there for the sun and the sand and what you want is a nice physical space um, and you don't necessarily care about the fancy amenities, you'll be better off uh, booking with the the budget option rather because you're going to get the same sun and the same sand as a more expensive place. Megan Jones, another fantastic article from the pages of Reader's Digest magazine. It's called 13 Things All-Inclusive Resorts Won't Tell You. It's on newsstands now. You guys also have a fantastic website, Megan. That's right. You can find us online at rd.ca. Megan Jones, thanks for joining us on Talk of the Town. Thank you.